Goodnight Youngblood, a podcast to help you sleep. I was thinking about telling y'all, I always tell you my stories about being a being granddad, uh, my little grandbaby. But I was like, you know what? Let me tell some of, the, some of these stories about, about my granddad. Yeah. His name, uh, I always call him uh, Grandpa. That's what I called him. And uh, when I was growing up, I used to see him all the time. That's my mom. She, uh, she'd go over there every day, check on him. He lived in this, uh, it was like a, like a retirement home, but it wasn't one of them uh, nursing homes. It wasn't, didn't have nurses and all that uh, working there. It was just an apartment complex where a bunch of these older folks worked. And then they had people that uh, worked in the kitchen uh, making food and whatnot. So I was raised by my mama. And what would happen a lot of times on the weekends, if she had to work, or if it was during the summer, I would always go to my grandpa's and I'd stay there. So, even if uh, I didn't have to go there uh, during the day, we would always go there after my mom got off work, we'd go over there and see him. So we saw him every day, every day until, until like 6.30, because he always went to bed at 7 p.m. And I was like, whoa. Even as a kid, I was like, man, that's that's an early bedtime. I was like, poor grandpa. Oh no, he always had to go to sleep at seven. He'd always watch these shows. He always watched, and this is what was on. At uh, five o'clock, they'd have uh, old Star Trek. That was the, the original one. Had that William Shatner in it, and uh, that pointier fellow, Mr. Spock. He watched that, but. He, uh, my grandpa, he was like a really curmudgeon. He didn't even, uh, didn't like, he didn't like Spock. I don't even know if he liked uh, Captain Kirk. What, he, what did he like? Oh, well, let me tell you. He liked all the young ladies in miniskirts. That's the only reason he said he liked the show. He said everything else annoyed him. And then my mom would agree with him because she said, she didn't like all the people with all the little makeup on the face and all the weird-shaped ears and faces. I was like, ugh, how can y'all be talking about liking all this different stuff, but then all of a sudden you just hate uh, aliens and makeup? Come on now. So he watched that. Then what he would do is he would he would watch Little House on the Prairie. There's this show about this little girl, uh, Laura Ingalls. And he watched this show every day. All the time growing up, he watched that show all the time. It was like, I was like, oh, this, this is my grandpa's favorite show. Guess what? He hated every person on that show. They had, uh, they had these, it was the, Laura Ingalls was the middle girl. And she was probably like, you know, at the beginning of the show, she was maybe like, you know, 10, maybe. And she had an older sister a couple years older than her. And she had a little sister who was like three, four years younger than her. 
My grandpa hated all them kids. From the time they was little, in the beginning of the show, till they became adults at the end of the show. Now the oldest one, she ended up going blind partway through the season, through the show, and uh, she stayed blind the rest, of, the rest of the show. My grandpa was like, oh, I hate her. I was like, why, Grandpa? Is it? Well, I know she's faking. I'm like, Grandpa, she's an actress. What is she supposed to do? Like, she's acting like she's blind. He's like, I don't care if she's an actress, because that just made me angry. She's just faking being blind. I'm like, oh, come on. So then, he hated the friendly, uh, friendly neighbor, had a beard, hated him, hated the mama, uh, hated the people that worked at the shop, although they was kind of the evil people of the show anyway. But he hated them, hated the little girl, said somebody should smack her. I was like, calm down, Grandpa, you're getting too rough. And then the main guy on the show was a fella called Michael Michael Landon. He was uh, real popular at the time. It's probably like, I don't know, maybe the 60s, 70s. But he was real popular from the TV show Bonanza. My Grandpa hated him, talking about, Oh, he thinks he's better than us. I'm like, calm down, Grandpa. He's like, you don't know this man? Like, you don't think he's better than, better than anybody? He's like, oh, look at him. The way he look at people, smiling. Think he's better than everybody else. Because he thinks he knows what's right. I'm like, okay, Grandpa. But I was like, why do you watch the show? I, I like the show. What? How can you like a show but hate every person on it? I didn't know the answer to that question until... uh a few years back when they had this show called uh, Jersey Shore. <laughs> I'm just kidding, y'all. I didn't watch Jersey Shore. They annoyed me anyway. But this is what he would do. He'd just sit in his little, his, or his armchair. He'd sit there and watch his show, just hate everybody. And then uh, one time he saw one of the funny things he said, he was like, uh, Michael Landon and the bearded fella, they went on this other show uh, it was called, uh, what's it called? Oh, Highway to Heaven. I was going to say Touched by an Angel, and I was like, no, that was a different one. But it was called Highway to Heaven, about this angel come down to earth, and he meets this uh, bearded fella, and then they go around making people's lives better whatnot. That's part of his, like, angel duties. So you go and do that. And then my grandpa watched the show, and I used to watch as a kid. I watched it. I was like, oh, man. You got this little, this uh, one episode where he turned into a werewolf. Because the guy was having a nightmare. I thought that was cool. But my grandpa was watching it. He was like, oh, he's an angel? And I was like, yeah. And I'm trying to explain the show to him. I mean, he's an angel and this dude, this guy's helping him. And he was like, he's like, I know them too. I don't like him. He goes, if he's an angel, then I guess I don't want to go to heaven. I'm like, how my grandpa going to? And all, all his uh, religious faith is just going to go out the window because he don't like Michael Landon. Like, come on. So, yeah, I think he like being angry, kind of like, like being irritated, kind of like I do. But I used to spend, I spend all my time with him. So me and him used to like, he would draw pictures and stuff on our hands because when he was in the military, he was in, uh, uh, in the Navy. He had sent out on the back of the one of them comic books, the old comic books used to have like a little thing where you can, uh, like it was like a grid and it had half of a picture and then you color, like you draw in the other half of this grid to copy the picture and to see how good you were. And you would send away for like a 
what they call a correspondence course. So like you do this, these classes through the mail. He did these uh, art classes or cartoon classes through the mail uh, while he was in the military. So he would always be drawing like uh, Woody Woodpecker and Popeye and all these other Looney Tunes and whatnot, all these different characters. And uh, he always was drawing pictures. He'd draw pictures on our hands when he was little ones. Y'all tell him what to draw. He used to do that. And then, so I drew. So I was like, wow, because I came from a family that used to draw. And my mom, she liked drawing. And I liked drawing. And now my little grandbaby liked drawing. Like all of us draw different cartoons and whatnot. So one of the stories is like, I used to help help him clean out his uh, his refrigerator. So he get all his food at the beginning of the month. And then if anything extra was getting too old, I would go through and check it. I would clean it out for him. We used to get into arguments all the time. I'm talking, I'm 10 years old, arguing with a man in his 70s. He's, so I saw, this, I saw a cartoon where they had uh, done animation on uh, real life objects, like the faces and whatnot. So I thought, oh, this would be kind of funny because he had like a little egg container in the door of his fridge where like all the eggs, you could see all the eggs sitting in these little cups in the, in the door. So I took uh, a marker and I drew little uh, cartoon faces on each one of them. Like some of them look angry. Some of them look surprised like, oh no, you caught us. I drew some of them laughing, whatever. I drew all these pictures because I thought that'd be funny and I was like, oh, he'll enjoy that. Tell me why my mom would come pick me up that day and uh, he started yelling at my mom like, oh, he, used to, he always called me the boy because uh, he never remember anybody's name and sometimes it was just easier and quicker for him to refer to us like the boy. Otherwise, he run through everybody's name in the family until he get to yours, which could take a long time. So, he was like, he was like, look at that. The boy done colored off all my eggs. He goes, now the eggs ruined. Mom's like, it's not gonna ruin the eggs. And she opened one of the eggs, it was it was fine. And he's like, no, he done ruined the eggs. And she goes, don't, she goes, why did you color off, like draw on grandpa's eggs? I was like, I was just having fun. And she was like, well, she's like, don't draw on grandpa's eggs no more. And I was like, okay. And I was sad. And tell me why I go back, like once he finished them eggs. Tell me why, he made my mom throw them out. So then, we have to go buy him new eggs. Day after we buy him new eggs, tell me why I go, and then every single one of them eggs has a face drawn on it in his, with his pen. I'm like, are you, I'm like, come on now. You're gonna yell at me for coloring on the eggs and you just drawing faces on them too. I'm like, you're just being jealous, no reason. One time, he got mad at me. What was I doing? I was doing something. Uh, he got mad at me. Oh, because I was cleaning out, I was cleaning out his refrigerator again, and I'm trying. They had this pancake mix because this is like when they was doing all this weird stuff, foods and whatnot. Like when they was having purple ketchup, no reason. And uh, he uh, had this pancake mix. It was in a bottle. You just squeezed it out into like into the the skillet. And he was like, I was getting ready to throw it out, and he goes, he's standing there watching. He goes, don't throw that boy. And I was like, I was like, it's pancake mix. He say, that pancake mix good. I just had some pancakes the other day. I go, it's bad. He goes, give me that pancake mix. He goes, mm, 
I do love me some, some blueberry pancakes. I go, Grandpa, they ain't blueberry pancakes. It's just regular pancakes that got mold on it. He goes, what you doing standing there? Throw this out. I'm like, how are you going to argue with me about stuff and then argue with me about it either way? But we have fun. He would, he would just be silly, do silly stuff like that. And uh, he would, you know, like one time he would, uh, he would spill some candy on the floor. Like it was M&M's, the peanut M&M's. So they all like little circles. He spill them all over the carpet. They go rolling all over the place. And I'm picking them up off the floor. I'm like crawling underneath chairs and whatnot, picking up all each of them and M&M on the floor. And he goes, he goes, hey, while you're down there, I was like, yeah. He goes, well, while you're down there, uh, you know, help yourself, have some candy. And, I, and he just grins at me. I'm like, ain't you a son of a bitch? Oh, made me so angry. I'm like, I mean, he just a hot mess. So we used to just we laugh about that. Cause he would just, I'm like, are you, like, come on, Grandpa, are you serious? One time he got bit in the hand by a dog. Now, it wasn't my dog, so don't worry. We got bit in the hand by a dog because he was in this elevator and it was full of a bunch of people who lived in this apartment. Now, some of these people in the apartment, they had other uh, other things going on other than just being elderly. Uh, this one fellow lived there. He wasn't, he wasn't very old, but he was blind and he lived in the apartment too. But he had him a CNI dog. So I guess all them, all these people was in this, uh, in this elevator, him and this couple of these uh, ladies, and then this uh, f- this blind fella and his uh, CNI dog. Now, so full, this uh, fella's dog is uh, sort of on the floor, he's trying to make room, so he's kind of leaning against my grandpa's leg. Now, my grandpa think, okay, this dog wants me to pet him on the head. What my grandpa didn't know is you're not supposed to mess with service dogs when they do when they uh, doing their job. So he passed this dog on the head, and the dog just bit him in the hand. My grandpa. I was like, oh no. And he gets off the elevator. And uh, luckily, one of my ladies that uh, lived there, she used to be a nurse. So uh, she uh, he goes to her apartment and uh, she done uh, got him all patched up and whatnot, where his hand was all punctured by the, by the dog. He always used to describe people. He was like, but my mom was like, who, uh, who fixed up your hand? And he goes, you know who I'm talking about. That lady down the hallway with, with the fat ankles. Like, who notices someone's ankle having fat ankles? Like, she wasn't a big lady. She was just like a little tiny lady, and you wouldn't even. Meg would always, as a kid, I'd be looking at her ankles. Like, why does he say her ankles are fat? Like, they didn't look fat. It was like they just looked like ankles. That must be some weird old man throwback thing to where looking at people's ankles was the thing to do. So. I don't understand it to this day. It still boggles my mind. Another thing my grandpa did, used to do, he didn't do, like obviously didn't do a lot because he was older when I, when, by the time I was uh, growing up. But when he was younger, before I was born, he uh, he invented some stuff. He invented uh, his own version because he did patents and stuff. But he had a, a version of like a gutter guard, like a screen thing go over your gutter so leaves and stuff don't get in it. And then uh, he invented uh, a couple different cleaning products, whatever, because he did that. What else he invented? He invented something. Oh, they lived out in the country. 
and the mailbox be all the way at the end of the lane. Sometimes in the bad weather, you didn't want to walk out there just to see if it was you had mail and then go come come to find out you didn't have any mail, but you walking out in all this bad weather. So he uh, made this, uh, hooked it up. So then when uh, you had mail, when they turned that little arm up on the mailbox, uh, a light would flash. You could see it from the house. So he did, he did that. And uh, he did all sorts of weird things. Like it was almost like a different generation. He would just do all sorts of stuff. Like I said, he used to draw cartoons and he would do, did that inventing stuff. He did, uh, he did flooring. He also used to do restaurants. He was telling me a story once. This was during like uh, depression. He used to switch between doing flooring and opening up small uh, diners and whatnot. And uh, he had this, uh, it was, he would tell me it was, he thought one day they were serving soup and it was getting cold out. It was super chilly, I think it was chilly. And uh, he was talking about, people kept ordering chili. They kept ordering, ordering it. And he goes, I kept serving chili. And he goes, he goes, we served chili the whole day, but we didn't have to make anymore. I started thinking it was it was miracle chili. He told my grandma, he was like, come on over here. This chili's still full. And I've been, I served all these people today and all they've been eating is chili. And it was like, somebody probably just refilled it. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, that chili, that's a miracle chili. And he'd go around and tell him, all my life, uncles and my mom, but not about this Miracle Chili. Talk about it the whole day. Told some of his friends about Miracle Chili. So the next day, he go in to get ready and he go back to where the chili pot had been on the on the burner, or whatever. He had been he had put the chili away, and where he looked at, he couldn't start the stove because he was like, he was like, why can't I start the stove? Whole top of the stove covered in water, and he looks, and there's this big old giant. Uh, big old giant pot that uh, was full of water and it had apparently had a crack in it and it was had been dripping uh, water into this chili the whole day so the chili never went empty because it was like constantly getting refilled by this water that was above the chili my grandma was like see I told you wasn't no miracle chili get out of here with all this talking nonsense about less chili come on now and uh he just used to come up with wild stories like that, too. Kind of like me. I remember he was super hard of hearing, too. He had two uh, big old hearing aids. And uh, a big kind big kind to go over the back of your ear. And uh, he lost his hearing in the, in the Navy. It's kind of a sad story, but it's not. I like the story, so I'm going to tell you, regardless, even if it's a little bit sad. He got this, uh, he had the hearing aids, and he got sick. He had to uh, go to the hospital because he got... Uh, like falling down and hurt it, hit the back of his head. And he was in the emergency room and the doctor was trying to talk to him and like my mom and my aunt, uh, I think my aunts were there and they was all trying to talk to him and he couldn't he couldn't hear anybody. because His hearing aids would go in and out. He had to fiddle with them to get them to work again. Now, I was with them all the time, so I was used to his hearing aids going out and I'd have to fix them. Because at this, at this time, I was like, you know, 13, something like that. And uh, I was like, oh, no. I felt bad because he was in this ER with my mom and my aunties. They made me sit outside in the hallway by myself because I was too young to be back there. So I was feeling kind of sad. So I was like, oh, no, I don't know what's going on. So I was kind of scared, too. 
then through the door, all I hear is, uh, he's like, get the boy, get the boy. And then out comes uh, one of the, I think, I can't remember if it was my mom or if it was a nurse or somebody. Somebody came and got me and they're like, grandpa needs you. And I was like, okay. And I go in there, my grandpa's laying on the bed and he, uh, he uh, takes his hearing aid out. He goes, here, just hand me his, uh, his hearing aid. It was the boy will fix it. He always fixes it. I go, okay, Grandpa. And I asked the, I asked the uh, doctor. I was like, you got a, I was like, you got a paper clip? He was like, what? I go, I just need a paper clip. So I take a paper clip. I undo it and I start weaving it through this this uh, hearing aid. And uh, I start, I take the whole thing apart, take the battery out, take piece different pieces off, disassemble it, clean it out. And then I reassemble everything and I pop it on and I cut my hands around it because when you cup your hands around it, make a whistle sound. And I start making this whistle sound. I just hand it back to my grandpa and he like puts in and he goes, he goes, see, I told you the boy could do it. And everybody else was all these adults like, I don't know. And uh, that made me feel special. But uh, I'll tell you this much, interesting thing. I still have that hearing aid because it was the last thing, last thing my grandpa asked me to do for him, fix that hearing aid. I still got that same hearing aid in my possession to this day. And it's been decades and I still have that hearing aid. I mean, I might eventually need it myself. I am kind of have issue hearing stuff time to time. Usually when people tell me what to do, if I'm at work, I'd be like, oh, I didn't hear you. <laughs> oh. The funny thing is, uh, I used to always I used to always uh, laugh because my grandpa always hated all these TV shows and whatnot. And I was like, man, that's weird. And my mom would be like, yeah, I agree. This is weird. He's just always angry at these shows. And tell me why my mom, she start, she start getting angry. One of her favorite shows used to be NCIS. Now, she watched the show. She liked most of the people in the show. It was kind of different. But she hated one fella on the show and just angry at him like he was the worst human being alive. I'm like, Mom, he's not even a real person. He's just some just some actor fella. And she just, and she tried to, tried to turn people against it. Look at him. I'm like, I don't have time to be angry at this dude. It's just a TV show. And she just sit there and she just be like, oh, I'm a, I gotta change channel. I gotta watch the news or something because I can't even look at his smug little face. I'm like, is this what I gotta look forward to? Just being angry about TV shows for no reason? And I guess it's genetic. So I just get angry now. I'm like, you watch the news, I'll be like, not even the news, just TV shows. And I'm like, come on. I tried to watch that Game of Thrones. I got on that first episode and I was like, I was like, really? Is this what, this what we got? Y'all trying to keep me to stay? They just be flashing the uh, breasts up on a, on a screen, trying to think that's gonna make me stay. Come on, Game of Thrones, you better try harder than that. Give me something to give me something to think about. Y'all just sitting here putting uh putting people's bodies on display. There's plenty of other places you can go to do that. Give me a good story. I want to talk about some dragons and some wizards. Yeah, I know that I know breasts exist in these alternate realities, but guess what? Tell me about the magic system. Something. That's my story for the day. I know it's kinda kinda short compared to some of the other ones, but uh I don't want to overwhelm y'all. It's been a busy week. A lot of people got uh, resolutions to do. What, what type of resolutions y'all doing? Are you doing resolutions? 
or do you not do resolutions? I've been seeing people talk about how they don't do resolutions and they seem angry about it. Like, mm, no, I'm not doing resolutions. They be angry about it like, like something's wrong with doing resolutions now. But what kind of resolutions y'all gonna do? And if so, uh, like, you know, let me know what, what you're gonna do. And uh, different ones you've done. What about, what about ones you've done in the past that, that you were successful with? That'd be kind of fun. I know about those. See, I always do it twice. I do January 1st. That's why I look at it. That's like the world's the world's uh, uh, resolution day. And then I do it on my birthday because I figure my birthday is my uh, my New Year's. That's my that's my day one. That's my one whole year completed, and that's my New Year's. So I'll do. I don't do a lot on New Year's. I'll do maybe a few light ones but then on my birthday I'll focus most of my resolutions on my birthday so let me know what you think about that Uh, and I just want to say if y'all enjoy the show you know get on my Facebook leave me a comment you can uh, leave me a review on uh, whatever platform you listen to stars or review and you know just let me know what you you, uh, think about what you like. Just gotta say, good night, young blood.